guys. So we are live today talking about um, projecting biases on situations. Um, we're going to give you some examples. Um, I'm going to let Emily introduce us in our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What Red Said and Wake Up Wednesdays. Before we get started, I want to make it very clear that this is not advice, recommendations, or suggestions and or any uh, substitute for therapy. We are just chit-chatting about mental health and how it affects all of us, and maybe you can relate. So my name is Emily Farabaugh, and I'm with Celestial Mind Coaching. I'm Jamie. Um, I'm with Confidence Coaching, and all our information is in the notes below, so you guys can find us on social media, come follow us, and our personal opinions on um, just kind of a fun spin on emotional health. I think that we can make some of these topics that we're all all dealing with laughable and um, very personalized base to be able to just kind of get through life and not hate it. Uh, <laughs> so projecting biases. Um, a bias is a personal belief system that we sometimes project on others because it's, it's kind of um, not being able to see the forest through the trees, right? Um, is th in the thick of things, we kind of project our own opinions on situations and think it's like a blanket blanket statement. We think it should all look the same. Um, so we're going to talk about that and how it's not healthy, um, and different aspects in our own life of projecting biases and how they have harmed a situation or a person. Um, perfect. So Emily, you want to open that up? Sure. So I looked up the definition of bias for Webster's Dictionary, and it says that it's prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person, or group compared with another, usually in a way considered to be unfair. So plenty of times we come up with our own biases because 90% of learning is by imitation. So a lot of times your thought patterns come from whoever you spend the most time with. Notice I did not say your parents. It's usually about who you spend the most time with, who is your biggest influence, whether it's your peers, whether it's your parents, whether it's a caregiver, whether it's a mentor. That's usually where a lot of your biases are going to come from because that's who you're learning from until you get to a point where you start recognizing later on in life that you can have differing opinions and recognize that reactivity is just a natural way of responding to somebody else having a different opinion. But there are still people still working on that. So we have a lot of challenges with different biases that come into play. And today I really wanted to address um, some gossip I've been hearing about. And I'm sure anybody who's ever been on social media and is a mom has seen all of these arguments. And it's like stay at home moms versus working moms, non breastfeeding versus breastfeeding, things along those lines. Who gets to decide that standard? And why is it fought over? discuss yeah for me what i've seen whether with clients or in my own personal life is when we are so gung-ho that it has to look a certain way we are extremely insecure and not willing to admit it is my what's best for me is not going to be what's best for you um and i don't get to decide that that's the determining factor and if i i've seen this in politics and in my own family is if I'm so dead set on you voting the same way that I vote, then and not willing to have an open discussion and try to understand where you're coming from with your own opinions, am I really secure with mine? Probably not. 
right? And I think that that comes back to any aspect in our life. Um, I know I personally struggled with like religious biases and stuff like that is growing up, I had converted to a religion. And if you were not part of that religion, then you weren't safe. And a lot of these people still in this religion have that, that view set of almost contagion. Like if I hang out with people who are out of this religion, I'm going to end up like them. And there are certain aspects of them I don't necessarily like, or they don't conform to my religious aspect. And I'm almost afraid of being infected, right? Being this contagion. And we are, we end up being a lot of, like you were saying, not just your parents, um, but anyone you're around. And that means friends, that means peers, that means anything. And we end up taking on what's called um, conditioning and stuff like that, other people's biases. And we need to be so secure with ourselves that we witness that and say, oh, I can see where I'm being conditioned here and that's not mine, right? And I need to stand firm in my beliefs and question other things that aren't serving me and then try to understand why somebody else might be choosing something else. And when I'm compassionate, compassion simply, I mean, Greek understanding when it's um, translated means to understand the why behind actions, right? The why behind decisions doesn't mean you condone it. Doesn't mean you take it on yourself and choose that that aspect or that choice, but to understand the reasoning behind why someone chooses to behave the way they do, to act the way they do, to have beliefs that the way that they do. Um, what do you think, Emily? Well, I think that comes down to a huge thing as far as empathy versus understanding. You can understand where someone is coming from, or you can empathize where they're coming from. If you can do both, that'd be fantastic. But more often than not, it needs to be, okay, I get it. I see where you're coming from. I don't understand it because it's not where I'm standing, but I can totally see why you have this feeling and we're going to have to agree to disagree, which I don't know why that's so hard for so many people. I mean, besides politics, it can be down to Jamie, what's your favorite color? Red. Well, my favorite color is green and you suck because, um, Green is the best color ever. That is unhealthy reactivity. Seems silly. But if you really think about it on a big, you know, the bigger level, it's exactly why people get into arguments. I think, too, a lot of people are not, there's percentagely, and I'm going to get the statistics wrong always, but um, I'm not a walking Wikipedia. So a lot of people have a, little self-awareness, right? And so a lot of these biases are actually so subconscious that you don't even know why you don't like somebody. And it it could be something as little as them not having the same hair color as you or not liking the same band or something like that. Or they said, well, they don't like, they don't like green. Right. And then suddenly they're not safe. Right. And it's so subconsciously ingrained to us, into us that we, the survival mode, right? This is not safe, right? They don't like green is we're, we're not even realizing we're reactive now because of that fear. Right. And that comes back to kind of a couple other previous podcasts that we've done where it's been about conformity mm-hmm. and authenticity. And when do you choose to be authentic and yourself and be perfectly fine standing alone with your small group or entourage or by yourself? Because that's where you feel you are the most appropriate where you feel like you're the most authentic of yourself and don't doubt anything about what you think, feel, believe, and don't have to believe the same thing as somebody else. So for, for clients um, and people wanting to kind of look into life coaching, how would you address 
even being aware that you might possibly being not only that projecting your own biases onto other people, but when it's been projected onto you and not taking it personally when you've been rejected. That's a complex question. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not just red or green. Exactly. It's not just red or green. Now we've thrown in the rainbow. <laughs> so I think it really, for my clients, it's more about what do you need? What do you need to feel like somebody is safe? And I'm really hoping it doesn't come down to their favorite color. But for a little more. I, I would love it to be a little more complex. We're not, we're not going to throw that out there because some people, that's just what their bias is. <laughs> so I would like to think that it would be a bigger picture and things that would matter more on a global and or societal scale. But hey, if the fact that you don't like green means that you're not coming to dinner because there are peas on the table, that's your boundary. And some of us have to just be respectful of that. Now, if they don't communicate those boundaries or biases or disagreements, how are you supposed to do anything about it to try and either be understanding or empathetic? I think that goes into our next podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to let em Emily tell you where to find her and um, how to work with her as a phenomenal life coach. Um, as always, our confidence coaching and our courses are in the notes below. So you guys can find us on social media to work with us or take our courses. Here's Emily. Thank you, Jamie. I'm Emily Farabaugh. I run Celestial Mind Coaching out of Tucson, Arizona, and all of my information can be found on psychologytoday.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to comment on our podcast. Go ahead and drop some information down in the comments, shoot us some DMs, whatever works. Here you go, Jamie. Okay, we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Thanks for listening, and as always... Remember to just be kind to yourself. After all, you're only human.